At this time, fill your heart with charitable love as the most powerful men in Canada discuss top tech. This week, Desert Bus for Home. Awesome, Beach. Good job. Okay, so this week we are going to be talking about Desert Bus for Hope and, in general, streaming technologies. And so we're actually recording this live as I'm doing my driving shift at Desert Bus. I, yeah, you have to keep watching the screen. Johnny is driving, for those of you uh, out there who are listening to this later. Johnny's actually driving the Desert Bus right now, and if he crashes, then he's a terrible person. I also want to point out, this is probably the most people we've ever had listening to our show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure this is easily the most people we've ever had listening to our show, probably by a wide, wide margin. So today we're going to talk about some of technology that goes into doing a broadcast like Desert Bus for Hope and talk about a little bit about what we're doing here and how we're doing it. So first thing you should know is that engineering from this is being done from a different area. It's actually in the same room, but it's further around in the back. And Ian is in the back actually recording and doing all the engineering for not only Desert Bus, but also for this podcast. This actually, audio engineering at this point, I have a real mixing board in front of me right now. Ooh. We actually don't regularly record together at all. We do all of our work through collaboration online. Through yeah. a basically a lot of Skyping. But we also use other technology as well. I have a microphone. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we sometimes will put notes in Dropbox. We oh, yeah. use a bunch of different technologies to do that. But yeah, Skype has actually been really, really helpful. Skype got a really good quality audio codec, and so we were able to do our... Silk audio codec. Oh, it's, it's, the video is, uh, is so-so, but the audio is actually quite good in Skype, and it's actually quite good for radio, and lots of radio people use Skype. The thing is, though, is that you cannot just Skype Desert Bus anymore. There's no way to, to just to do that. Um, so we have to do an awful lot of streaming. And as Desert Bus has grown over the years, uh, I've only started coming here since, since five. So I've seen five moving to six, and I think it's quite amazing to see how it's moved just from five to six. But, Johnny, you've been at Desert Bus since Desert Bus 1, is my understanding. Yeah, and so the first year we did Desert Bus, we actually just had a single camera with a wide-angle lens, elastic band to the camera, and just one camera pointing at the driver, and that was it. And I believe the microphone was just a microphone on the front of the camera. And, oh, of course, and a computer streaming the actual driving as well. Right, exactly. I actually was pointing at the screen because I wanted you to keep your eyes on the, <laughs> on the freaking road, Johnny. Don't crash the crash. bus. But this year we have four different HD cameras that we're broadcasting with and one of the reasons that we can have the engineering in the back like we do in previous years we did broadcast in standard definition but we used firewire for connecting all the cameras which is hard to do and you can't run it very long cable runs we're actually using cameras this year that are in HD and are using uh, a connection technology called SDI which is a serial digital interface it is indeed beach and you'll never see these on no, consumer no, cameras be, 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 won't be, you you will never see these yeah you will never <laughs> you will never see these unless you already know what that acronym means you will never see yeah, these i had actually never heard of this before and i thought you guys were basically just going to hook up a bunch of cameras through hdmi or through coax or something like that so when you said oh no we need sdi switchers and we need all these things and you had discussed oh we need to get like a standalone box to switch between cameras but then we also need something to to handle all the audio and everything this was completely overwhelming <laughs> to me because i had had no idea what you were talking about, but you ended up settling on something a little different. So what's the core of AV for Desert Bus? We were talking about getting dedicated box, and you can get dedicated boxes to do video and audio streaming from TriCast or a bunch of different companies. This year we decided that wasn't going to work out for us, and we are able to rent a 12-core Mac Pro computer that we put capture cards in, including an SDI capture card 2, actually, 
SDI capture cards. And, and we're not going to mention the brand of them. No, <laughs> we've had some problems with them, but it's worked out okay. And then to HDMI capture cards as well. So the computer does basically takes all the video, it mixes them together, outputs them to our stream. I, I want to get more to the core of the question of what is the core of Desert Bus in terms of technological experience. And the core really is actually the Sega CD. <laughs> That's true. It's true. You couldn't it's have Desert Bus without the Sega CD. In, in all seriousness, though, the reason that we're actually using a Mac Pro 12-core behemoth is not that we necessarily want to. I mean, I really want to. But it's because we <laughs> use a piece of software called CamTwist and a piece of software called Quartz Composer to do the video switching and to do the video overlay. And these two technologies mixed together allow us to take some pretty high-end equipment and some actually consumer-grade equipment and allows us to do a professional quality video switching experience with professional quality overlays. And we can do it all in 720p or yep. higher is, is my we, we probably we could actually. do it higher. We just, uh, you know, pipes and whatnot. The, the cameras are all capable of doing 1080p and uh, the computer probably could do it as well. Like if you look at what the cores are doing when they're going full tilt, they're they're actually not being worked out too hard. So they're doing all of the camera switching. They're doing the overlay. They're doing Skype. So we are using Skype for this as well when we do call-ins. So video call-ins and audio call-ins are all done through Skype. We do some, got a green screen here at the studio that we're streaming Desert Bus at. All this stuff can be all going at once, including encoding the video and sending it up to the servers to Twitch to broadcast. And the computer seems to be able to handle it, no problem. Which last year we had a two-core computer and it was just being decimated by just standard definition video. I'm a member of the tech team, but I'm like number four on the tech team. We we have five people on the tech team right now, and Johnny's essentially taking lead, and he and Ian have, okay, well, we're going to need this, we're going to need that. Right. And then uh, Alex has had all the talent of building the overlay. For anyone watching Desert Buster, if you're listening to this later, you can totally go to YouTube uh, and watch this uh, and see what the overlay looks like. It's all the cool blue stuff on the screen. And really, my job was to switch between cameras, because we have the ability to do that. We have, I think, four or five different camera or video feeds that we can switch between. We can move audio about as we want, feed audio in and out of the stream as well yep. from the computer. From two different computers, we can do that. So the way we do Desert Bus, we actually have a computer that's dedicated to the stream and the camera switching back in engineering, but we also have a computer that's dedicated just to chat. So that's a really big part of streaming that it's technology related, but I think a really important part of why you want to stream an event live as opposed to recording something and putting it up on afterwards is the interactivity. So we have a computer that has... <laughs> this would be an absolutely terrible event for us to just record for a full oh, week in advance yeah. Oh, yeah, and would sell be, $5 it'd be, tickets to. It'd be awful. We can actually interact with the people that are watching our stream live by reading what they're saying in the chat, which is an IRC-based chat that we have 46-inch okay. uh, monitor. Turn on sideways. Turn sideways so that we can actually read all of the text. And so I'm looking at it right now and reading what people are saying about this while we're going and that same computer that's driving that is also the command station as we call it where the person who's the host of the show for the hours that they're there can go through all the challenges that are submitted to us and can play music and videos and bring up graphics and show them up on screen and also can read all the chat. Now my understanding too is that things like the chat server and things like uh, like the challenge system, the donation system, all the back end that's being run over there, watch the road Johnny. I'm watching. All that stuff is not being run on our Mac Pro, it is being run on a separate computer that Ashton uh, had basically has set up all that stuff for because we had problems last year with people bidding and it was and so many people were bidding inside the chat that it was just basically overloading the servers, it was getting ridiculous. 
Yeah, well, Desert Bus has grown really large. There's Absolutely. lots of different computers that are running. But in the in the studio, the two computers that are actually doing the heavy lifting are those two computers. But yeah, there's lots of servers and all sorts of other technology that's involved in making this an interesting interactive event. So then audio, actually. Let's mention audio really quick because I know we've kind of run through a bit of what's going on. But because we're all needing to use the microphones, obviously. And above us, and it's hard to directly above us from where I'm standing and putting my hands straight up, I could grab the room mic that's up there. But then there's also a mic that's mounted over in this direction, which is where driver cam is, for those of you who are watching. Which but the people at home are now hearing. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. so it's a shotgun microphone that's pointed at the person driving the bus. And it gives a very different sound. We're talking on uh, handheld uh, Shure mics right now. Shure makes very, very, uh, very excellent mics and very you know, like sturdy mics. They're very well-performing mics. But the thing is, we have so many mics because sometimes you're in the middle of doing something, a driver needs to talk, you need to keep the rest of the room quiet, so we need to be able to bring a mic down, and we need to bring a mic up, and then we need to have all of these other mics that we're talking through. I brought my Digitech RP355 pedal with me, which had XLR ports I didn't even notice. And that's used for the, his electric guitar. Exactly, so I can, I can jack in that way. The mixer that Ian's sitting in front of, and he's bringing all that back to him. There's also a mic in engineering. There's a mic that he's talking to in engineering. We have other cameras set up. Like we're, the camera that anyone who is watching now at home is looking through, that's a GoPro, and those are like really cool little tiny cameras that you could use to mount as like a headset or something so you can film yourself for sports yeah, and doing sports and so, underwater photography and, and so it's it's an it's an amazingly eclectic mixture of of amazingly professional equipment with the jankiest stuff we can find <laughs> off the shelf in best buy my wife is screwing with me on the overlay thank you honey <laughs> Anything else you want to talk about, Ian? Can we can we can we discuss the mixer a little bit? Like how many channels we're using? When we're usually recording this show, it's a stereo system. You guys come in on one channel, I come in on the other channel, and that's the only way we can actually possibly do a podcast via Skype without me owning several computers, one for each of you. This mixer, which was uh, which was sourced specifically for this event, is amazing in the fact that it has four auxiliary channels and can do a lot of sends and returns without crosstalk. We can do what's called a mix-minus, which means that we can send audio out to one one channel and have it return on a different channel so that people who are talking to with, over Skype won't have any feedback coming through. Yeah, so that works great. So instead of when we're doing a Skype call, we don't have the people that are calling in, they don't have to hear themselves. But we can still send that audio out to the stream so that everyone can hear what they're being said and also the people in the room can hear what's being said in the Skype call. So you've listened to us really talk for a long time about, about our favorite technology that we've been uh, working with for the past three days and we'll be continuing to work with for another three days 24 hours a day seven days a week oh god <laughs> what does this all mean for the listener unless you're running your own charity marathon at home you're probably never going to use any of this stuff it's not highly recommended i think it's important if you are going to be doing any streamed event the important parts that you need to keep in mind are some form of interactivity so you can pay attention to the people who are watching your stream so you can react to them. So that can be done on any kind of computer. And then an overpowered AV computer because you don't know what you're going to push. You don't know yep. what you're going to stress. But and even we if, found that last year. Even if you're doing something a little smaller scale and you've got a laptop, you could have a breakout box that you can plug cameras into. And I would still recommend using a software like CamTwist that allows you to switch between multiple camera inputs and desktop sharing and, and that sort of stuff. And then even a, a smaller little mixer so you can mix between a couple of different microphones. Yeah. We keep talking about CamTwist and it does all the cool stuff like the green screening and the image overlays and all this really cool 
production level looking stuff that we can do chroma key with the big green screen we have in the background you can see all sorts of cool stuff that we can put up there how much would something like that cost to it's because it's like a television studio uh in software well that's the great thing about cam twist is it's free so well nice okay i, so I like free to, and, and then, on that bombshell yes <laughs> so go and uh and stream your own events it's not that hard well, wait, it is. It is really, really hard. But but start off small with a laptop and uh, and Cam Twist and Flash Media Live Encoder for doing your streaming and a, and a service provider like Twitch, which is free if you uh, can have ads in your stream or you stream or live stream and broadcast your own little charity event or sporting or music event using easy to find technology. And uh, we have been the most powerful men in Canada. I'm Johnny Blakeborough. I'm Ian Horner. And I'm going to take everyone out on a song. I'm Brendan Beach Deary. Thanks for joining us. There's a voice that keeps on calling me Down the road where I always be Every stop I make, I'll make a new friend Let's stick alone just to around and I'm gone again Maybe tomorrow I want to settle down until tomorrow, I'll just keep moving on Down this road, never seems to end With new adventures just around a bend So if you want to join me for a while Just grab your hat to travel like that's for the start Maybe tomorrow I want to settle down